Hey guys, my name is Tristan, and welcome back to the podcast Couch Pennies. This week is very special. I'm joined by three guests this week. I don't have a co-host, though. Uh, Charlie and Eli had to sadly miss this week uh, for reasons uh, I don't really care about. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce all my guests here today who I'm very excited about. Uh, we'll start over here. Uh, we have Jesse Scarborough. Howdy. Who can speak Latin. That'll come in later. Yeah. Uh, we have S- Stephen Craddock. Hey, Blade. Who also saw the movie with us. On a date. On a date. Oh, we'll try and mention that. And then the very lovely, uh, yet slightly bossy, <coughs> Joe Camina, who, can I add, looks like he's about to rob a gas station. He does. <laughs> All right, I don't so, want to be seen in public with you people. Hi, my name is Joe. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, so most of the people who are listening on this week will know who all three of you are because most of them are theater people. But we'll still go around the table, talk a little bit about each of you, and then we'll go ahead and start on this week's topic. So, Jesse, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, can I go in a second so I can finish cheering this real quick? Mm-hmm. Go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well... I am a sophomore at University High, and uh, I'm in Matilda the Musical with everyone at the stable. Come see Matilda the Musical. Opens March uh, 28th through April 14th. Please be there. Thursdays through Fridays. Okay. Uh, what else do you want to know about me? Uh, so what are, some of, what are some of your skills, or what are your talents, I guess? I don't know how good I am at them, but I like to sing and I like to dance. Mm-hmm. I like to do that. Oh, you're a good singer. I think everyone can agree. Uh, so what would you like to do with your, what would you like to do in the future as far as like a job or anything like that? Well, I would like to do, I would like to, uh, continue performing for the rest of my life. I don't Mm -hmm. know how like, I don't know if like going to New York and Broadway is like the answer, but like, I would like to at least have something to do with performing. Okay. All right, uh, and then today you went on a date while we went and saw Captain Marvel. Yes, I sat um, with my date, Sakara. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, how, we'll talk about how that went. Um, well, actually, let's just ask you now. Okay. How did that go? How did that go, Stephen? Uh, I think it went well. I'm. Uh, it wasn't, like, since we went to a movie, there wasn't a lot of time to, like, really, really, like, have a good conversation, but I felt it wasn't awkward, it felt like, and then, uh-huh. yeah. That adds something to you. He poured popcorn all over her. Oh, that was <laughs> that was an alpha move, bro. Yeah, thank you. Show his boss <laughs> that popcorn. Well, if you have any anything you'd like to say to Sakara, you can say it now. Uh, wait, she listens? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? We have like two listeners. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> no, there was like seventy on one episode. So. Seriously. Wasn't there? Uh, yeah, there was seventy six on the one with Eli, and then it uh, kind of went down to like the fifties. Uh, it settled at fifty for a while, but now it's gone back down to twenty seven. And I think the reason it's gone down to twenty seven is because the content we've been putting out has not been the best. But we're gonna try and get better at writing better content. I think this this week's episode is gonna be more more liked because we have Joe, Stephen, and Jesse. People who, you know, everybody likes. If you're trying People to sound... People like Joe? <laughs> if you're trying to sound younger by saying on fleek, that's not... Um, excuse good. me. Excuse me. Turnt. 
Okay. No. That's not how that word works. That's not how that word works. Okay. Okay, so Joe. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Stephen, for giving us some stuff. No problem. Um, Joe, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself that the fans might not already know. Sure. Um, I am a uh, 37-year-old uh, recovering attorney, and um, I'm super into nerdy things, which is why I'm here. I'm chap- mm-hmm. I was I played chaperone today, and so did Jesse. Yeah. Um, really And uh, we had a great time. Can't mm-hmm. wait to get into the meat and potatoes of this movie and really... Rip it a new one. Let's I, I love meat and potatoes. Do you like meat and potatoes? I'm actually on a low-carb diet right now, so I like meat. How is that going? I mean, the results speak for themselves. Um, I'm looking, I look really good in a mesh shirt right now. A mesh shirt. Let me just take that opportunity to plug Matilda. Again. <laughs> let's plug in Matilda. Because I am in Matilda along with the uh, rest of the March 28th to April 14th. <laughs> And you too can see me in a mesh shirt if you come and see us. It's yes. really something. It is very um, special. Yeah, I like it. I, th- I think it looks. Good. It's a good look for Joe. Yeah. Uh, he Tristan, turns, yes. why don't you tell us something about yourself? Uh, well, that I we think don't know. actually I haven't really talked. A, are you done, or did you want to say anything else? No, I think I covered all the bases. Okay. Yeah. Um, most of pe- most of the people know Joe, um, but if you're a new listener. Joe Gamina, he's a really good guest, really, really nice person. He's a wonderful person to know. So I'll go ahead and tell something about myself since I've really not, you know, said a lot about myself actually on the podcast because I've been asking so many guests. Um, Well, my name is Tristan. You should probably know that by now. Um, And I started this podcast um, with Jaden Wells because we wanted to give the world a little bit of an outlook on how we see the world and uh, pop culture. And it's just been a really wonderful experience and the people that I've gotten to have on the show have been wonderful. Um, So I really appreciate you all listening and giving your time. Uh, And if you want to listen more, subscribe and tell your friends. And so hopefully we'll keep putting out content every week. Um, I have a question for you. If you could be any Marvel character. Jimmy Fallon. Is that a Bucky Barnes? No, that's the uh, tonight. The, wait, the Jesse host of the, of the late night. Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna ask if you could be any host. Marvel, would it be, Marvel uh, character. Um, you know, I think I would enjoy being Captain America. Nice, excellent choice. I want the Flash. Who? The Flash. That is the wrong universe. Oh yeah, that's that right. DC, and you yes, just sir. lost all your nerd credibility. Be gone with you. Get out. Wait, can you make it out? Should I? Should I? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cut that out. Should I introduce myself? Yeah. Uh, are you done eating? Yes. Okay. I chewed, and now I have swallowed. <laughs> so who is our um, very third and very special guest? <clears throat> um, uh, I'm Jesse Scarborough. Yes. I'm a history student at ETSU. I, I do know Latin, as you mentioned previously. Yes, I we're don't gonna. Know, I don't know if that's gonna come up in conversation. Are we? If we're discussing it, will hortatory subjunctives. And it it will come up in the conversation, but not in the way that you think it's gonna come up. How exciting! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna plug Harvey <laughs> instead of Matilda. Okay. I Which dates are not important? I think it opens May 10th. May 10th. Oh, hey, hey Stephen, when does Matilda open again? Oh, March 28th through April 14th. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot. Thursday through Saturday, Sunday. Thursday through when? Sunday. Sunday, okay. So go see Matilda and Harvey, which my dad is in. 
Yes, Daniel. Yeah. Love so, uh, do you have anything else that you would like to say? What are your What are your aspirations in life? What would you like to do? Um, I want to be a professor of ancient history. Uh huh. And now, what is mm-hmm. ancient history? What What would be your definition of ancient history as far as dates and everything like that? Ancient history is roughly the time period before the Middle Ages. Okay. So, what are the Middle Ages again? For no, for definitely not I, for me. I know well, they're really on the spot. I typically associate ancient history with the time period before the collapse of civilization around 1200. So would that be like the collapse of Rome? It's the collapse of multiple civilizations. Okay. That's right. And Um, the oncoming of the Mongol hordes, right? mm -hmm. The Sea Peoples. The Sea Uh, Peoples, yeah. So you want to be a professor. Is there a specific college or a specific school that you would like to uh, teach at or a specific like age range Um, or... I do want to teach at ETSU so I can Uh stay in the area. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, So that way you could be on the podcast again maybe one day. Yes. When you're a professor and you can have a whole little Uh episode about it. Can I have a theme song? Can you have a theme song? Like Uh, a a segment on the podcast where I just came up, come on, and it's like ancient history with Jess. (laughs) Uh, I don't have to... I don't have to write it now. You just wrote it for me. Me and Joe will sing it. I've thought a lot about this. Yeah. In harmony. Can you do that for us? history with Jess. Okay, Hold on. Hold on. I want to get that together. Can you all sing that in harmony? Hold on. Let me just write a note. You're asking for harmony, so it's going to take me a moment here. Okay. I'll do melody. You do harmony. No, yeah. Right now, we're just trying to nail down the melody. Ancient history. Right. Steven, you That's lean good. forward. That's definitely the melody. Okay. You lean forward a little bit. Joe, you sit back because you have a live voice. Yes. Ancient history with Jess. And then I'm going to sing Ancient History. Oh, that'd make it minor. Ancient History with Jess. Okay, do it. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Ancient history with Jess. I think I messed it up really bad, but because <laughs> I love And then I have a triangle. Ding. And then Jesse will well, have. Well, we just lost our two listeners. And yeah. then Jesse will have a big entrance, and she'll be like, "Oh, French Revolution." <laughs> that that mm. wouldn't be ancient, mm. but we're thinking like pharaohs. It's good enough. Like, is ancient like pharaohs and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, that would definitely ancient. be okay. ancient. All right, so we have a new segment. Uh, that we're going to definitely include. Excellent. But speaking of music, uh, this week we are going to have some intro music. Uh, awesome. There'll be an ad before it, and then there's going to be intro music. So yeah. that way there's a little bit of a... An ad for Matilda? No. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, when are the when are the dates for that again? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, March 28th through April 14th. Okay. Uh, what days? What days are we? Oh, a Thursday. Through Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so go see Matilda. We're all in it. It'll be great. So we're going to go ahead and hop into our topic of this week, um, which you all, if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen, uh, is Captain Marvel, which we just went and saw, um, not like, what, 30 minutes ago, hour ago? Let's see. No one kept up the time. Okay, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to ask everybody some questions. We're going to get some opinions, um, one at a time, though. And then we hope you all enjoy. Um, so let's go ahead and start with our first question. Do you all think that Captain Marvel lived up to the hype? <clears throat> Jesse? Yes, I do. 
I think it lived up to the hype. Okay. I was very impressed. Yeah. Uh, Steven, what do you think? Do you think it lived up? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, mean, I didn't have like too many things wrong with it. Oh. I, I thought it was like I thought it was a pretty good movie. Okay. Now, Joe. <clears throat> well, that's an interesting. You know, I find that sometimes in order to provide an answer, sometimes you have to work on the question. And the question's a little bit presumptuous because for me, the hype, it what the movie wasn't so much hyped as it was pooped on. And mm-hmm. that's true. I felt was pooped on a lot. I was expecting I wasn't waiting for hype. I was waiting to be completely appalled by this monstrosity of a movie. So for me actually the movie surpassed my expectations. Okay. And in we that way it didn't live up to the negative hype. Thank okay, you. we don't want to spoil too much because I do have some questions. Um so, all in agreement that it did live up to the it actually it went yeah, over part. everyone's expectations. Almost mm-hmm. if it went over my expectations, yeah. but like. Well, you you probably didn't watch all the videos of the people just like bashing it and being like. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess I didn't, I didn't watch those. I did. Um, I thought it was really good. In my opinion, I thought that it lived up to everything that people who were hopeful thought, not the people who thought. Oh, it's going to be just a bunch of feminine garbage. Because every single person I've talked to who told me it's just going to be a bunch of feminine empowerment have been like, no. Not feminine, feminist. But is it, is, feminist is it just, empowerment. They, yeah. uh, they've all been like, no, it was actually it was well balanced. Um, do you all think the CGI was as good or did it kind of lack in the way that Marvel has almost mastered their CGI? I thought it was great. I thought it was like. I want to make an observation about the CGI. Uh-huh. The most, um, inc- the most impressive CGI in the whole thing was the de aging of Samuel mm. L. Jackson's character. I for a, I never for a moment um, was taken out of the action by by his face. Was that CGI? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's he's a, he's like <clears throat> that's thirty years ago. Yeah, I just thought they they I don't completely know, de-aged him bit. and, and no, took to... away wrinkles and all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. So I thought that that was really impressive. The cat. Well, there were a couple of moments with I the didn't cat. know that that it was CGI. Yeah, I, mean, I would say that's a good thing. <laughs> it was seamless. Yeah, um, the cat. There was a little bit of uh, uncanny valley with the cat. Um, there were moments with the cat where I was like, "Ooh, I can tell that's not a real cat. Yeah. I can tell it's CGI." Uncanny Valley, by the way, is a concept where if something is close to what it represents but not quite there, your eyes can't quite adjust to it and there's like something amiss. It's like there's a creepy factor. Mm-hmm. And with the cat, there was a little bit of a creepy factor. It's, it's why clowns and yeah. mannequins are scary. Because it's not, it's like there's you're looking of, at a human, but it's not. There's sort of off. cognitive dissonance. Now... Mm. The only problem that I had in the entire movie, uh, when she is, uh, she's discovered her powers, uh, and she's falling from space, and it, uh, they did the, she has the mask and then the mohawk thing, right? Yes. Uh, you all probably saw it in the trailers, but as she's falling, her face is edited to oh, the mask. Yeah, that was weird. That looked off, that looked off to me. It looked fake. It looked, yeah, that was the only unconvincing moment where I was like, oh, they did not take any time on that at all. Mm-hmm. It didn't look real to me. Even when they zoomed in on her face, it looked worse. Yeah, it looked like Polar Express. <clears throat> they probably didn't have Brie Larson actually doing that. It was, mm-hmm. That was probably all CGI, just like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. That's all CGI. Yeah. Uh, he's in like a suit that doesn't look 
like the suit that he wears. It's similar, but not, you know. You see, I can typically reconcile that with the fact that I know that she wouldn't actually survive that fall. So if her face looks a little weird, then... Yeah, maybe it was space bloating. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What? Are you talking about the actress or Captain Marvel? The actress. I'm talking about, I don't... Were you making a joke? No. no. Oh. <laughs> it sounded like which a, is good it sounded like no a, one laughed <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that I typically don't pay much mind to um, not paying attention to CGI in moments <laughs> like that because the moment is already unrealistic enough to be yeah. like well it's, it's yeah. yeah but she's also a superhero so she would have survived it especially mm-hmm. the strength that they showed which was amazing um, the masks were creepy also, you pointed out uh, Samuel Jackson's de-aging was impressive, uh, most impressive. Um, if you want a bad example of de-aging, uh, go watch um, Christopher Robin. It's a wonderful movie. I really like Christopher Robin. But in one of the... S- huh? I watched it last night. You did? What? On Netflix? Yes, but I, I, I didn't finish it quite well. I was like, so I, did I, I. I got like three foot so Yeah. Um, well, at one point they have to de-age you and McGregor, and you can tell they just use makeup, and it was not convincing. Mm-hmm. It did not convince me. I could point, I could see with my eyes that is just makeup that they put on him, and it was not convincing. So if you want a good example, watch Captain Marvel. If you want a bad example, watch Christopher Robin. The movie Christopher Rob- Robin great. was great. Weird. It was a good movie. Uh, and the CGI in that was yeah, like I can really, really good, too. About- no, no, what were you gonna say? But about Christopher Robin, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell why uh, some were like real life animals and some were like stuffed animals. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that kind of confused um, me every time with me. But we're not, we're not. Talking. Yeah. Do you all? So the CGI in everyone's opinion was good, except for a few moments. I agree with you on the cat. Um, yeah, me too. I thought I knew. Of cute. course, I, I sometimes they had an actual cat stand in, and then. When it wasn't, you know, shooting tentacles out of its mouth, uh, it was just a regular cat. Um, and I really liked the relationship that Samuel Jackson developed with Goose, the cat. And I would like to see what happened to Goose, because you know it's not in the original The Avengers. <laughs> and if it's an alien, does it have the same lifespan of a regular cat? These are answers that the world does not have at the Goose moment. Goose is eternal. He's et- where did he go? It'll Didn't always they... be right here. I'm pointing to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Let um, the record show question. that Joe Gamina pointed directly to his heart. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the record. Um, so, CGI was good. <coughs> it's, it's, CGI is getting to be at its peak, I think. Uh, so that's a check on that. Do you all think the writing seemed sloppy or rushed? Or do you think that it was on par with such movies like... Captain America Winter Soldier, or uh, the Iron Man movies, as much as I don't like them, I will admit they had <clears> good writing. Do you all think this movie was written well? I I would like to state my opinion on this, because Captain America Winter Soldier is not only my favorite Marvel movie, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. Um, particularly because I like the writing and the characterization in the movie, and I think the dialogue is really natural and... Um, it does a lot for characterization in Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. I don't think that 
Um, the dialogue was as well written in Captain Marvel as it was in Winter Soldier. I do think there were some portions of it that could be comparable. I might I, be a little bit biased just because I like Winter Soldier well, so much. I did notice some of the way the scenes were written were almost too written. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a scene, you should not be able to picture them writing it. Yeah. You should be immersed in the scene, mm-hmm. not, you know, ripped out of the water because you see the writers writing it. You hear the script, you hear the dialogue being mm-hmm. read. It should take you into the moment, not take you out of it. Right. And I think some of the scenes almost took me out of it, uh, especially the character, um, uh, what was his name? Um, the, Jude Law. Jude Law. Jude Law's dialogue, um, I like Jude Law, but I think his, thank you, I forgot his name, I would have sounded really unprofessional, <laughs> but, but I think his dialogue could have been worked on, I think it could have been developed. His character did not have any development, I did not like his character. Yeah, I found it hard to pin down exactly what his motivations were and what he was trying to do, Mm -hmm. especially in the end when he was trying to fight Carol just hand-to-hand. I felt like that was a bit of an awkward moment and that he didn't really have any motivation to do that. Yeah, I guess, you know, because he does the whole thing where he's got his gun out, he's got his weapon out, and he goes... And then he puts him away suddenly and he's like, I am so proud of you. I thought he was going to try and talk his way out of it, Mm -hmm. Um, but then I knew as soon as he was trying to convince her to fight him hand-to-hand, she was just going to be like, no. I felt that it was written a little bit to be humorous, Mm -hmm. but but it it, it, it kind of fell short. It did not deliver. What do you think, Stephen? Do you think the dialogue and the the story itself was written well? Like, because I know that you're not the Marvel expert, and that's a good thing, because could you follow it and actually not be confused because you haven't seen all the other movies? Uh, well, in the beginning I was a little confused, but then like once they like started like going on like the main like main mission of the storyline and stuff like that, I got kind of into it, and then uh, I, w- I was really into it, but then at, kind of toward the end, I kind of got a little bit more confused, I guess. I'm not really sure why. I kind of low-key feel like the reason why is because I just started my date, and then yeah. I got... Oh, got he was cleaning up popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. And at the end, I was like, "Oh no, the movie's ending." He I'm was like nervous again, which is fine. Then, you weren't necessarily yeah. focused on the movie; you were focused on the date, uh, which is a good thing. Um, Joe, what do you think? You think it was good or bad? The writing? Well, I just thought it was on par with all the other Marvel movies I've seen. Actually, I saw um, Winter Soldier um, a couple nights ago because yeah. I read on multiple online listicles or whatever they're called that that is considered the best marvel movie and i wanted to see all the fuss about it's pretty good although i will say that none of the marvel movies that i've seen have held a candle to wonder woman which i think bears the most direct comparison to captain marvel it is and And i wrote a specific question for you on that so just i'll get it i'll get i'll get to it does it bear the most direct comparison to you simply because the lead is a female uh, yes, I think, I, think, I think that's part of it. Okay. I think that this on. movie, you, you, you can say, well, let's not talk about this movie, that it's, you know, the, the fact that it's a woman-driven movie, but um, that's how it's been marketed. The movie has um, enjoyed special attention for that reason from all quarters, so I think that we ought to address it on its face. It, it's the first movie that is in the um, Marvel Universe, that is um, driven, you know, led by a female hero. Mm-hmm. And the most direct comparison that can be drawn is the Wonder Woman movie, which yeah. is the first DC female-led movie. 
in, the, in my opinion, in terms of writing, since that was your question, there's no comparison. Um, the, especially the writing of Brie Larson's character. See, the problem with Brie Larson's character is that she, you mentioned characterization, mm -hmm. she wasn't able to offer really a characterization because from, from the outset of the movie, she's a blank slate. She didn't, she didn't know who she is. So how could she emote, how could she show texture as a character? Right. She, she just sits around the whole, virtually the whole movie and she, she keeps being told what she is, but she never gets to be that until the very, very end because she's this tabula rasa. So do you think that her character development was not... Tabula rasa, that was for you, Jesse. Uh, her, her character <laughs> oh, <know> development... <laughs> her. But with, but with um, Wonder Woman... <laughs> She knew from the very beginning right. that who she was, and she that characterization and that's that arc but see, transcended the whole movie. There's no comparison in that because they have different stories. Mm -hmm. Kara Danvers didn't choose to not know who she was. She was <clears throat> brainwashed. She was taken away from her home. So I think the character growth of where she's slowly starting mm -hmm. to figure out, I I had a life here. I knew people here, um, and then she gets to meet her friend um, uh, Rambo, yes. and then her daughter. Uh, I can't remember their exact names, uh, but they were fantastic here. I think her meeting them was completing her story piece by piece. It was a piece by piece completing of a character. Mm -hmm. Well, that's definitely I mean. what it was. Yeah. But mm -hmm. that, no, that, that's definitely the central conceit of the movie. But that deprived her of the ability to really flex her muscles in, as an actress. Through for, for the first two thirds of the movie, in my opinion, uh -huh. and really the best writing and the best acting was all the supporting characters. She was just kind of this uh, this um, you know question mark through the whole movie, and everyone around her was were the ones that had the real grit and the real um, personalities. See, I think she had enough personality, especially for not knowing who she was, being confused for for years, and then finding out the side that she was on was completely wrong. I, I think it. I think the character grew well. I think it was developed well. I think her character is probably the best written uh, next to Nick Fury, uh, which I think we can all agree on was a good character. So with that twist that you just mentioned, which I thought was a cool twist, she's fighting for one side the whole movie, and then, spoiler, spoiler alert, she finds out two-thirds of the way in that she's fighting for the wrong side, and the guys that have been characterized as bad guys are really the good guys. Did all of you know that that was going to be the case when you went in to see the movie? I no, did I didn't. not. You did not. Were you surprised? Were you surprised when it happened? You're like, I, yeah, I was somewhat surprised. I think because um, typically the uglier looking aliens are the bad guys. See, I was not surprised because it wasn't revealed <coughs> well enough. It oh. was not... It wasn't some big twist. It was just like yeah, they put that. it out there, and then if you caught it yeah. in the moment, you were like, "Wait a second. But if you didn't, and you didn't, you know, you didn't really connect it, you'd be like, "Why is she mm -hmm. switch sides? What's happening?" I think it could have been revealed better. Could have been done yes. like in the Sixth Sense when the big twist happens and the character hey, has all these flashbacks. Hey, I haven't seen the Sixth Sense. Oh. No spoilers. But, you don't uh, know the twist. I yet. agree with that. Because, I'm like, sure I do because there's the okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you gonna say, Steve? Oh, because because Go because when I was watching that, I guess I didn't like catch the the big like moment when he said that. Yeah. So like, and then like a while, I was like, wait, I was like, 
she's on that team now. Yeah. And then so I was, I, I guess I got confused about that a little bit. So I, I do agree that there should have been like a big like. It's yeah. It's, the 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 moment where she found out that she was on the wrong side of the team. It, 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 it should have been bigger. Well, and the person that told her she was on the wrong side was actually the guy that you considered the villain for the whole movie. Mm -hmm. So when he's saying that, it's like, wait, is this another elaborate ruse of his to try to trick her? <clears throat> so mm -hmm. there was like a, um, what's the word, unreliable narrator thing going on. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, um, it was adequately I think, written. I think that the twist was a good twist. I liked mm -hmm. the, I liked the twist based on its ideological properties. Right. Um, but I also agree that it wasn't uh, it wasn't conducted in a way that I felt was trustworthy in terms of right whether I, or not you knew whether it was real or not. Yeah, compared to other movie twists, it did not really, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm gonna be honest, the Wonder Woman twist was better than this one. Yes, that the um, you know the whole time they're tracking down Ares, Wonder Woman thinks she knows who Ares is. And it's mm -hmm. not. It's somebody that you wouldn't even expect. And Total they could have... It, it's literally almost exactly what you think. It's an enemy who you think is the enemy, but it's not. Yeah. Somebody completely different. So I think they could have looked in other areas such as Wonder Woman or The Sixth Sense or any other, you know, movies along that have big twists or... Uh, they needed to do the dramatic chipmunk. Dun, dun, dun! With the eyes. The Just chipmunk. <laughs> The chipmunk. Was that meant to be a joke? We remember the <laughs> remember the meme dramatic yes chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. I have to talk to me about it. Like, yeah. I mean, just... if they had done that, that whole if yeah, they but... had inserted that sort of I'm trying to make it a serious what, point. What now. was it that you just <laughs> called it? Um, um, a meme. A meme. A meme. A meme. It's a meme. A meme. A meme. A meme. Um, I'm afraid you're going to have to explain Disclaimer, this terminology to me. <laughs> She's the old soul at the table. The old soul. Um. Next question. Okay. Would you see this movie again? I know Stephen would, but not for the reasons that I'm probably thinking. <laughs> I don't he know what that means. I think Stephen would like another chance on his date. Oh. To, oh, to, oh to like, gosh, don't you dare like, take her to no, see the movie yeah, again. I don't want to go see a movie again with her. <laughs> okay. You don't want to go see another movie with her? Well, I mean the movie in the future, but I feel like the next date should be something more where we can talk to each other. Yeah. More interactive. We'll give you some pointers by the end of this. Pottery. No. I'd watch it again. No, I do not want to take any more pointers from Joe Galina. I'm just no. joking. Okay, I'm hold just on. Joking. All my pointers have led you to the promised land of the second date. Where are we at right now? <laughs> no I'm, question. I'm supposed to be a five guys right now. With her. Oh, that's right. What the, well, you know, you're having a good time here. Hussein. So, Jesse, yeah. you said that you would see it again. I would, yes. Do you think you would take a friend to see it as a suggestion of like, hey, I saw this movie, it was actually really good, would you want to go see it? Uh, yeah. What? Um. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna go well, see you see, the sad thing is, I was just trying to think of friends I could take to the movie, <laughs> and I had a list of about three. <laughs> so. We're all right here. Uh. <laughs> the gang's all here. Oh, that's not true. You know damn well that's not true. Um, would you go see it again, Joe? <laughs> uh, no, I would not. Um, because, uh, first of all, it was a bit of a slog, wasn't it? I mean, it, it, towards the end of the movie, after the twist, it was pretty compelling. No, no, I, I'm not going to make any, you know, <clears throat> good grief. The background noise here is marvelous. Um, get it? Marvelous. 
The last third, <laughs> the last third <laughs> was compelling. But the first two thirds of the movie were a little bit of a snore fest, don't you think? Maybe it's, maybe, I, maybe it's why I wasn't into it all the way. I think I, that's the, the just movie lost you. the nature of origin story yeah. movies. I think you have to yeah, allow some leeway to origin story movies yeah. because they're going to have to take a significant like, portion of the movie to explain something. But I thought once, like, once she like, started her mission, like on Earth and stuff like that, and like all, like, all of the, the real like, storylines started like, kicking in, like, I felt like that was like, when the movie got, like, started getting like, really good. Uh, yeah. Once she discovered her full power, and it's this big moment, I think that's when the movie got, I mean, you know, you really got into it. But the good thing is, is now that we've got the origin story out of the way, the next movie, she's going to be, you know, full power, yes. uh, you know, ready, fighting the, the Kree, or, you know, maybe the... Rebel Scrolls, um, yeah. which I think would be interesting to see if her actually She's fighting. Be fighting Thanos. Uh, well, that's an endgame, and we're actually doing an endgame episode, which I've mentioned literally. I think I'm like every episode because I'm so excited, and we're a month away now. From Do you mind it. if I ask if I feel the question related to Endgame and Captain Marvel? Did you feel that she was made? as a setup for um, Endgame, too powerful. Do you think that she's a Thanos killer? She was designed... Well, she, she's clearly a Thanos killer. Is there anything this woman can't do? She can fly through space. She can shoot electricity out of her out of her hands. She can stop missiles in the middle. <clears throat> if she can stop a ballistic missile, she can stop a bullet. There is nothing... This woman is godlike in her powers. And to my mind... See, it was, really wasn't a question. It's more of a comment. To my, <laughs> to my <laughs> mind, that's not fair. Uh-huh. Thanos deserves an, a, a fair match. Okay. You see, my I I do have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't really mind how much Captain Marvel is overpowered because I thought Thanos was overpowered also. Well, Thanos was overpowered for a specific reason. Yeah. He had the Infinity Stones. I just felt that... It's supposed to be the, the most powerful. I Go. felt that most of... A, a lot of Infinity War, I was just very frustrated because I already knew that they were going to lose every battle because of how they set it up at the mm-hmm. beginning that they knew that Thanos was going to get too powerful. Yeah. And so I felt that every time they tried to fight him, it was just, there was nothing gained in even attempting. Right. So it was just a bit um, frustrating. But I think that was needed to yeah. grow Thanos' character, uh, to grow his mm-hmm. you know, his villain side, which you, know, you started to sympathize with him. And I started sympathizing with the Skrulls. Yeah, and I thought, wow, they're doing another Thanos. They're making me sympathize, and then they made them the good guy, mm-hmm. and I think that's good. They've never done that in another in a Marvel movie except for Iron Man three, mm-hmm. the Mandarin, who wasn't even yes. a villain. He was but not even a villain. In terms of Captain Marvel, I don't think she's too powerful. Or right, she's a Mary Sue. I don't. No, <sighs> Joe. No, she's not. No, because she had girl, weak, she had weaknesses, and she had weaknesses. She had. Yeah, but every man in every movie is a Mary Sue. They're overpowered. They can do everything. They're masters of everything. Captain America is, you know, he's he's way stronger than he was in the comic. I just, I just don't think Can't that Captain, Captain America be shot dead. He can. Yeah. Oh yes, thank you. Um, should we take this conversation elsewhere? We can. Okay, so we're gonna move our podcast, which has never happened before. So field trip. <laughs> Woo! This was totally planned, by the way. 
Yes, totally. So we're gonna move this, and we definitely know where we're going next. We we know exactly where we're going to record. The The theater is launched, so we're gonna fly somewhere else. So I do have a key. I do not know if I'm allowed to let you all into the theater to do this. We will be right back as soon as we get moved. Uh, Big thanks to Corner Cup for letting us record half of the podcast here. So we'll see you back uh, from the theater. We're breaking. We'll see you. We'll we'll see you soon. Okay, we're. We're, we're back. Uh, we are now in a park, uh, still with all three of our guests. We're going to go ahead and continue on with our segments, but Joe and Steven wanted to do their little ancient history thing again, so go ahead. Welcome back to Bench Pennies. <laughs> yeah, so we're on a bench right now. Yeah, we're on a, uh, a bench right now, so I guess it's Bench Pennies for now. So yes. go ahead and start your... Uh, just, 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 just for the record, I actually uh, do not bench pennies. I bench very heavy weights um, at the up. gym, and that's why I can wear mesh, mesh shirts. Right, okay, so how about you all sing Bench Pennies in harmony? Can you do it in the, like the um, tune of uh, Hot Pocket? What's Hot Pocket? Bench Pennies. Oh, we me and Jesse just that did was it. Actually yeah. No, never mind. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So okay. there you go. <laughs> All right. So there we go. We got bench really pennies good. going back again. So we're we're gonna go ahead and uh, finish up some of our questions. Wow. Um, what do you yeah, all think? You guys blend really well together. Yes. Yeah. What do you all think of Brie Larson being a Jedi in the future? Because there's some rumors going around that she might join the Star Wars. Uh, universe as the Jedi in the future. What do you all, what would you think about that? I haven't heard those rumors, but I love the concept. They're rumors. I feel like it could go very badly though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the first thing that comes to my, to my mind when you say that is Disney, your failure is now complete, Darth Vader. Uh, um. <laughs> I think it would be interesting to see because as powerful as Brie Larson's oh, character was. I don't think it'd be interesting. I just don't know if like how, like, I think it could go very well or very badly. Yeah. Well, do you all think that she's better than than Rey in a sense of a fe- like a leading female strong character? Do you think that she's better than Rey, um, or, or even you know some of the more known characters? Um, you know, there's uh, <laughs> uh, Leia. Well, I, uh, I, I... Any strong female characters? Do you think that she was better uh, than? Some of those. Well, you all, you all, you, you all, you, you also remember that Captain Marvel ha- has her own movie. Like, none right. of those like, don't have like their own specific movie called, uh-huh. you know, whatever. And so, like, I think if, if they have their own movie, kind of glorifies them a little more. So, I guess it's not, yeah. not really until Ray gets like her own movie. I would like to offer a, uh, a different perspective uh-huh. on this issue. You know, you keep you keep saying that it with it that Captain Marvel is that this is a female led, a woman led movie. I disagree. I do not think that what we saw in the movie theater today was a, was a female-led movie. And the reason I say that, be, the reason I say that is because what we saw today mm-hmm. was really not a gendered performance. It wasn't gendered. <laughs> How loud! Wow. <laughs> That's, oh my God. <laughs> I, I think God or Captain Marvel does not want me to finish this opinion. <laughs> that is what that's I what we are being I think that we should told. have recorded the JRT, but nobody listened to me. I like it's because outside. you're a dude and you don't know things about stuff. Didn't you watch the movie? I did. You're like a 
a freaking nincompoop. I was right there. I was right there watching it with you. So the reason that you say this is why? <laughs> the reason I say that is because what we saw today was not really a gendered performance. There was nothing about Captain Marvel that was female mm -hmm. except for her, presumably, uh, anatomy. She didn't have a love interest. She didn't, she didn't demonstrate any particularly feminine trait. She didn't wield power in a feminine way. Okay, but hold on. If she had have had a love interest, if she had been super feminine, feminine, you would have complained about that too. No, I wouldn't have. Actually, no, you, you would have. Oh, yeah, you would have. No, no, no. A, hold on. Absolutely hold on. A woman, a woman does not need a love interest to make it a good movie. Yes. Every, She's independent. Every halfway That's the whole decent, point. Every halfway decent hero movie, male or female, has a love interest. Then obviously you've been watching terrible movies. Uh, and I, um... Kept, uh, Captain America Winter <clears throat> Soldier had multiple potential love interests. And you mean Black Widow. Captain America and Black Widow? Black, Wi Black Widow doesn't need a man either. No, she doesn't need one. That's not the point. But that's they what were you're friends. saying. That yes. relationship was called friendship. Dude, there was Have you tension ever heard of there. It? There was tension. There was gendered Oops. tension. That's just and because... And I, I was eating it up with a spoon. I was like, yum, 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 Can I insert an opinion as the <sighs> only female within this current group and the token feminist <laughs> currently? <laughs> I, I do not think that saying that it was not a gendered performance holds any real weight yeah, as a either. critique of the movie. I do not think that expressing power in a feminine way is a thing. I think femininity and masculinity are completely relative. I think she was a powerful superhero regardless yeah. of her gender. I thought it was actually quite nice. I didn't even notice until the very end that she hadn't even had a love interest, but it was a right. pleasant thing. Yeah. Because I, I just get it wasn't bored needed. With, it wasn't needed for growth. It wasn't needed for growth. Because, you know, uh, Black Widow didn't have a love interest. They could have grown her character tremendously through the movies that she's in, but they haven't. And in most Marvel movies, the primary female in the cast is the love interest. Uh, Black Widow, uh, she didn't ha she didn't have a, a, a single love interest, but there's no question that she was sexualized. There's no question that she's sexualized in that movie that I saw. In Winter Soldier? Right. Yeah, Winter Soldier. But anyhow, uh, here's, here's the thing. I, I need to unpack some of what I think you said, Jesse, mm -hmm. which is that there's no feminine, wielding power in a feminine way is not a real thing. Um, I think that's because we have the the reason you might think that is because we have been so conditioned by our culture to c consider m masculine shows of force and power as mm -hmm. synonymous. Like that's obviously the way you show power is you 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 punch people and you shoot them to the wall and you and you smirk and you have like a little quippy line afterwards. You're like hasta la vista, and that is our we have a very gendered social understanding of what power is so you think of it as asexual and, and as, as divorced from 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 gender but it's really not and there is there are examples of of female heroines and protagonists wielding power in a way that is specifically gendered i'll give you some examples please do cersei lannister badass she is my favorite character in game of thrones but she has a love interest well, that, but that's sort of a that's sort of a separate issue. Also, I don't yeah, watch but, Game of Thrones. So. Okay, all right. Let let me do one. Yeah, that's but more hold on. The point that you're making is that I really think is a favor to myself. That, 
the character would have so been good. stronger if she had had a love interest. No, that's not that's not the point that I'm making. Although I do think that a love interest would have made it more interesting. No, I, because... I want to know what your definition of feminine power is. What you think of as wielding power in a feminine way. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you an example in a proverb. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Consider that. That's power. Hand is not a gendered thing. The hand that rocks it. Well, it's it, it's referring to motherhood. No, not necessarily. I don't think that. Yeah. I think it can. I mean, I'm, okay. So can a man a not rock a cradle? And there's a cradle. <laughs> sorry, Stephen. You can never rock any cradles anymore. I'm sorry. I know. I'm... I didn't. You're gonna have to break yourself with that, Stephen. Stephen, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think it was lacking as far as there there should have been a love interest? Do you think that that should have happened, or do you <clears> think that she was more powerful without it? So the, I think. They, I feel like Marvel kind of set this up. So I feel, I feel like they wanted everyone to think that this was going to be like a huge, like feminist move, um, in a movie and stuff like that. And then they wanted people to come in it and come, come into it, seeing how like, it's not all about like a woman has to be like ha- has to have a love, a love interest and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It's, it was a great movie. It was a great, fem- a great feminist movie because she was such like, a badass and stuff like that. Yes. So no, I don't think that she needed a love interest because of how much, like. I feel like it was pleasantly, people were pleasantly surprised that she didn't have a love interest. Are people yeah. like, so no, I don't know. Because that's like, that's a cliche. If yeah. you have a attractive woman, they're going to have a love interest in, in a movie or a book or any, you know, social mm-hmm. gathering of some sorts. For a while, mm-hmm. I thought she was going to end up with Alien. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what you really. No, I was just joking. Lizard face. Well, we need to get off this topic. That's, well, uh, you, we could literally yeah, talk about this no, for uh, hours. Uh, we could talk about it for I hours. I think it's. I think. I think there needs to be one little button on it, real quick. A great example. I mentioned Cersei. Nobody knew what that was. So now let's let me give you another. I know example. Cersei, the mythological figure. <laughs> okay, I'm sure that's a good example as well. I know nothing about. It. But Not really. let's let's talk about Wonder Woman. Okay. Forget the love interest, although I thought the, the love story there was so touching and beautiful. I thought it made her weaker. Didn't make her weaker. It made her stronger. Are you yeah, kidding? At the weaker. end of the movie, at the end of the movie, she realized that that the thing worth fighting for is love, and she said it explicitly. And as soon as she came to that revelation, that like even though humans are flawed and and corrupt and contemptible sometimes, it's about what you believe in, and what she believed in was love. Christopher Pine helped I feel her that see that. She was encapsulating more. More than romantic love. Yeah, exactly. It was love. Just it was uh, just uh, the ideal of love. And I would argue that Christopher Pine's character was not the only figure in her realization of this. Oh, absolutely not. You had the whole motley crew of them: the the Arab guy, the 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 Indian guy, and the 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 other one, Irish Scot Scotsman, the Scotsman. They all (laughs) sounds like sounds like a a a setup for a joke, doesn't it? They walked into a bar. And Save what did me they for do myself, next? Tristan. What did they do after they walked into the bar? They said, ouch. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> that was funny. Um, so, yeah, that was a good example of, of, in my opinion, a feminist movie. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on. Um, I know I asked if she was better than Ray. In my opinion, she is. Um, do you think someone could have played her better? Do you think, like, was there a specific actress that you had in mind you can't really like if if there's someone originating the character you can't really say that i don't feel like because mm-hmm. like the originate the original if there's not if there's not a character that's already been originated from it 
like like you don't you don't have too much to compare it to with like actresses right. and stuff like that. So yep. if, like she's so if they make like if they make like a new an, another movie with like a completely different cast and then you could talk about that. Yeah. But like I feel like she did as amazing as far as like mm-hmm. not having like anything to go off mm-hmm. by barely anything that. Yeah, because you know there, there's no other you know movies about Captain Marvel. She's been yeah. in cartoons before, yeah. but you know that's not real. That's a cartoon. There's a big difference I think in a cartoon and a movie. Yeah, and like you can't like you know if you're an actress an actor like in and like you are like in a movie based on on a cartoon, you can't follow step by step across the cartoon for obvious reasons. Right. And like so like so she obviously had these di- like different things like she can't be exactly Captain Marvel. So right. I, I, <clears throat> I think she's great. Okay. No. What do you think, Joe? Um, I think obviously Laurie Anderson could have played it better. Nope. Okay, well, let's move on. Um, <laughs> did you get that? I'll do it again. Wait, <sighs> <laughs> you disagree? <clears throat> do she you? She can play any role. She's brilliant. No, she can't. Do you think? Yeah, how could. strong do you think Captain Marvel? Yeah, she doesn't listen to that. <laughs> how how strong do you think Captain Marvel really is? Like on a you know a, a scale. Compared to other characters, not even uh, like. Do you mean like if like we put Captain Marvel against like someone else? Like who do you think no, just how thing? strong do you think? Like, do you think she's at her full strength, or do you think that she can grow more? Because it's almost the same situation. Well, well, she, yeah, she. Well, she one hundred percent because she just like she just realized like she just realized her potential and like with anything like you like anything like once you realize your potential you can go miles and miles with it right so like that's now she's now she can go her miles and miles okay well see the thing is is that i think they've put her at a very strong point and i think especially where they have the time from the 90s to you know 2018 in the marvel cinematic universe she's gonna be undeniably stronger than she is now because she's gonna be able to you know just like turn her power on like that and be ready to fight. She's also going to know like her potential, or she's going to know her power more. She's also going to be stronger at hand-to-hand combat because uh, they they made her. They did not make her the master of hand-to-hand combat. I noticed that in this movie. She still had weaknesses when it came to fighting. Uh, even you know at the the final part of the movie where she's fighting the rest of the the Kree soldiers, they'll take her down for you know a few seconds, but then she'll be able to get back up and fight him off. And I think that by time she shows back up for Avengers Endgame, uh, she's going to be full strength. She's going to be able to fight hand-to-hand. She's going to be able to go up to some of the best hand-to-hand fighters in the MCU as far as, you know, Black Widow and um, all, uh, any hand-to-hand fighter, not just Black Widow, but Captain America, Bucky Barnes. I think she's going to be at their level of strength and their capacity of learning to fight more, you know, combatively be able to fight off anything like most of the characters in the MCU can. I think there's always um, with with origin movies and with uh, personal character movies, they always tend to make the there's a train the um, the character that is starring in the movie. Yeah. The, to, the, 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 like okay, hold on. we're gonna we're just <laughs> we're gonna, gonna come wait back. for the train. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Couch Fetties, constant distraction. Okay, we are back once again. Sorry for the little bit of distraction, but there was a train and then Corner Cup closed, and so now we are back. 
Jesse, you were about to say something. What were you going to say? Yeah. Um, <laughs> please don't put the microphone that close to my face. That's a violation. I'm microphone shy. Um, <laughs> microphobic. Okay. All oh, right. That's, that's okay. Cl- okay. Yeah, that was pretty clever. clever. No, 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 no. no. Um, does, does that mean you're scared of small things? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, like microphobic? Let's leave but it there. Micro- I think w- <laughs> within personal character movies when the character is the star of the movie like when you're watching captain america you kind of leave the movie thinking like this is the most powerful superhero and (laughs) if you watch like iron man's movie you leave the movie and you're like iron man is the most powerful superhero and so when you leave captain captain marvel you leave and go captain marvel is the most powerful superhero because when they're in their own personal movie they play it up so much and, and then, you get wrapped up in that one character. And it's like they'll learn a new skill, and then the next movie they show up mm-hmm. and they don't use that skill. Yeah. I think it's going to be different for Captain Marvel. I think but, she's going to be so strong mm-hmm. that it's going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's definitely... It's used. it's hard to tell because every time you think that someone is, like, the strongest person within the Marvel Universe, there comes, like, a more skilled superhero or, like, a bigger and badder villain that they can't quite handle as much. Like, you know... that. To the extent that they look slightly weaker by comparison. Right. Because, you know, Ultron showed up and they were like, wow, this is the yeah. greatest foe we fought. And then Thanos was just like, hold my drink. Yeah. And right. shows up. <laughs> and he just like, he's like, he doesn't even try, basically. There's no fight that I think that he actually was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Except for the battle on Titan. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you finally get your stick whittled? <laughs> Steven is whittling. Yes, and I finally, like, I, 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 I was struggling for a while to get this piece of bark off, and now I, I finally did it. Pretty proud of myself. Nice. A real yeah. renaissance, man. What's it supposed man? to be? Tree trunk? It's, it's a willed, it's a whittled stick. It's a dead nice. snake. Oh. <laughs> yes. Rigor mortis has set some, in. Some All right. Nice little hairs on but seriously. <laughs> Rigor mortis. I do think that she's going to show up. She's going to be very powerful but then of course somebody else is going to show up because they can't uh-huh. just set the bar high and then not have anyone else come and replace her with the same strength they'll have to have somebody be a little bit stronger mm-hmm. but then you know you have to start wondering like how whoa unprofessional how, how powerful will they keep letting these heroes get yes you know because i think captain marvel and thanos are like the extent of mm-hmm. how powerful they can go because what anything if, else is just kind of Although, absurd. except, you know, there's, like, uh, higher beings who, like, control the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, the Watcher, who's out there somewhere. Uh, and then, not in our world, in the MCU. Um, <laughs> who's watching? <laughs> right now? But, um... Oh I have a question <laughs> about this, is you, you, since you're uh-huh. raising an interesting issue. <coughs> is there any place for God? <laughs> In the Marvel Universe. That's not. <laughs> I don't think they made any reference to it. I don't. They... Does God exist in the Marvel okay. Universe? There's a church. Interesting point. In the first Avengers movie, when they're talking about Thor, they say he's a god. And then Captain America says, there's only one god, ma'am, and that's not him. No, he goes, like oh, yeah, there's yeah. only one god, ma'am, and I don't think he dresses like that. And but then, then he... Thor and Loki are gods. They're, they're gods, so, yeah. In the demigods. They're, they're most, there's... Or are they? Are it they validates, if anything, it validates Paganism. pagan mythology. Okay. That's effed up. We should boycott these movies for that Although reason alone. Peggy Carter has her funeral in a church. Yeah, unless Be- because the Christian religion still exists unless in the Marshall universe. Pagan gods. Who knows? We never know what what religion. That's what she's trying to say. So, so a little bit of a, a, a weird fact. 
Um, I had a dream a few days ago. Uh, it was the day that I was writing some of these questions down. Mm -hmm. I had a dream that I was Captain Marvel, except I was a raccoon version of her. Oh, wow. That would be fun. Except I was a male raccoon, I think. I don't right. know. I didn't check. Important is. Well, you see, if you had brought that up earlier with the question of was there anyone better who could play Captain Marvel? <laughs> If I had it known about this prior, oh, I would have me. said Tristan as a raccoon. She just takes me. She okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We, we're having, we we're having news. Update. Hold on. We're having news. So what is she listening to? Steven <laughs> has got Steve, an... Steven has... You are like way too eager right now. You know, Steven you has... Have, you have to get that part out. Steven has me? gotten a message from his... His mom. He got a message from his mom and she, he's, he's very excited because Yay, he mommy. loves mom. Okay. Tell her I said hey. Shout out to Sharon. Right, so this episode has ran... Shout out to Sherry Craddock. Yeah. Um, Hi, Mom. Love you. So this episode has ran a little bit longer. Uh, it's 55 minutes, which is pretty long for a yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's long. Uh, but if you, know, uh, if you make it to the end, congratulations. Um, I think we ought to reward them with, um, with ratings, like a 1 to 10. Oh, you were going to do that, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, I, this is our final question. <clears throat> One out of five stars, how, how would you rate the movie? I want to take it turn by turn. Steven, would you rate it out of five stars? What would you rate it? Three and a half. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Three and a half. Three and a half? Okay. 3.5. Joe? I'm going to say a 2.8. 2.8? And um, that's <laughs> only when you compare it to Wonder Don't, Woman. Oh my God. Stop comparing it to things. Stop comparing it to Wonder Woman. What I think that? it's. They're I different universes. Yeah, first. Here's the thing there's a loud car again. First off, I I don't want to taint the recording with the sounds of me having a physical altercation with Joe in the back. <gasps> I would love that. <laughs> oh, Thor versus Captain Marvel. Let's get it on. Where's my glove? But, but here's that, the thing. I think it's... Think that you are Thor? Not Thor. I mean um, Thanos. Thanos. Here's the thing. I think it's unfair to compare Captain Marvel only to Wonder Woman because mm -hmm. they are the two female-led yeah. Yeah. movies. And I exactly. think Captain Marvel think, is better than Wonder Woman. I think if we're truly... I think to truly assess Captain Marvel's value as a movie, we can't only assess it based on the only other female-led superhero movie True. in True. the Marvel I agree with DC that. universe. So after your rating... Would you? Be, you've seen all the Marvel movies, so after your rating, would you be able to? Uh, and this may take some thought. Rank it in terms of out of the twenty or so Marvel movies that you've seen over the last decade, where does it fit on the spectrum? Okay. I think Tristan, you said it was the best. You you feel like it's the best Marvel movie you've seen? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, a, well, a next to Infinity War, which is still my favorite. Oh. Okay. Uh, but I think it. Uh, honestly, it kind of was better for me. Than the first Avenger, Steven, the Captain, which is saying a lot because I love, love Captain America. Stephen has fashioned a shank out of wood. Wow, but I think it was a fantastic movie. Uh, you can't use that because so, Captain Marvel is not good at melee. We learned this. Jesse, what? Jesse, this what is your your overall one out of five stars of the movie? I would say about like a four or four and a half. I'm gonna give it I, yeah. a full five star. Awesome. I think it was a great movie. Uh, I apologize if I, uh, you know, was a little bit wary. I think it was a good movie. I shouldn't have judged it so early on. 
and uh, I would I would like to see it again. I probably wouldn't see it as much as I saw Infinity War in theaters, which is five times. Wow. I've wow. seen Infinity War 13 times. No kidding. 13 times. Oh, so... Uh, thank you all for listening on this episode. We're sorry that it ran a little bit uh, longer, but it was a big discussion to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a little bit of a shout-out to Charlie for doing our publishing on our Instagram. Go check that out. It's uh, Couch Pennies Official. Uh, and then definitely subscribe to our podcast. Also, um, Sylvan Fox was the first one to guess that it was Yay. Captain Marvel. Oh, Shout-out, Sylvan. Sylvan. Yeah, so good job, Sylvan. A lot of people guessed it after her, but she was the first one to guess it. Yeah, she was probably, like, she probably guessed it, and everyone was probably like, oh, look, that's That's Captain Marvel. A lot yeah. of people thought it was either um, Spider-Man or Iron Man. But uh, also a little bit of a thing. Uh, early on, I mentioned that Jesse spoke, spoke Latin. Um, How do you say my name in Latin? Steven? Is it really? Steven. There's, there's... No, no. Wait, so it actually can you say Captain Marvel in Latin? Captain well, Marvel. that's a little yeah. bit difficult. It depends on what type of captain she is, and depending on the just type of cap- captain. Just say Captain. Captain in Latin. There were no female captains, so it would have to be Captaneus, which is a masculine ending. Okay. I suppose for that's modern a mix times. That's Captain Marvel in Thanos. We can. Captain- Captain Eos. That's the same thing. See, okay, I'm not gonna. Okay, what is it? Captain (laughs) Eos. Captain Eos. But I think because it is a woman, we would have to change it to Captain Ea. Captain Ea. Captain Marvel is a little bit different to try to translate because of the connotation of the word versus the connotation of the different translations. Uh huh. You could translate it with um, with a participle. Okay. With um, Mirata, okay, which would be like the one at whom has been marveled, if that makes any sense. Okay. <laughs> um, or perhaps Miracula. Okay. I think Captain. A- do you? It all depends on whether which one you think sounds best. God. Captain- you know, if this were if this were a uh, video podcast, we it would be really f- a really funny gag to have one of those clocks. <laughs> Oh yeah, and they go like do 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 do, and then she come back to Jesse, and she's still debating she's with still herself. Like, <laughs> okay, I, th- there are two options for you. Which one do you think sounds better, Captainea Miracula or Captainea Mirata? Captain, the second one. Captainea Mirata. All right. Well, thank you. For Which us. includes the fourth, um, the fourth. Uh, my word it? box has run out. Your word box has run out. <laughs> no, I. The uh, words speaking, I'm thinking are in Latin, but I'm trying to translate oh, them from Latin in my head to English in my mouth. All right, mouth. well, speaking of our word box, we have ran out of word boxes for this episode. <laughs> uh, again, sorry that it ran over a little bit, but trust me, it's worth it. Uh, it's a very good, this is a very good episode. I appreciate you all coming on to the uh, podcast. Oh, uh, big we're sh- glad you invited us. Thanks Fourth for having us, part. man. Okay. Ew, this one's Thank moist. Thank you. Of the verb miro mirare. Joe, okay. Joe this one's moist. Okay, so big shout out to... <laughs> corner cup uh and then and the big shout out to this park who no one is here nature big shout out to nature the jimmy been, neal park I've been and, then, and then definitely go watch captain marvel uh it is you can see it probably in every theater uh we went and saw it at amc which is a good theater which is so, carmike if you're old enough. old school i know I'm, i still type in carmike 14 yeah all right well Thank you all for um, being on the show. Uh, If you've enjoyed it, 
go and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Also, on our Instagram, we're going to be posting a lot more, uh, and that's Charlie Landry's job. He's doing a fantastic uh, job. Uh, we're also going to be having a topic next week that has been undecided yet. Uh, no. Wait, yes, Stephen will be on next week with special guest uh, Millie Williams, who is playing Matilda. Millie? Who's playing Matilda. Hey, Stephen, when is Matilda? Oh, just so you know, Matilda dates are March 28th through April 14th. Be there. Uh, Thursday through Sunday. Two shows on uh, Saturday. And Sunday show is at 2 o'clock. Okay. All right, so uh, so for everyone here, uh, my name is Tristan. I'm Jesse. Joe. I'm the sexy man. <laughs> and uh, this was Couch Minis. <laughs> <laughs>